0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I am Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of Pistown, Washington, D.C. Check out the website, DistrictSentinel.com. Not a great night for the Bernie Sanders campaign last night. Uh, several contests, six of them. Right now, uh, Joe Biden winning Missouri, winning Mississippi, winning Michigan, winning Idaho. Sanders holding on to a very narrow lead in Washington, a .2 lead with 69% in. North Dakota, Sanders won, picking up one state on Tuesday. Uh, Sanders dominating in North Dakota, but really getting dominated uh, everywhere else, particularly in Mississippi, where he may not even get a single delegate, and losing by, shoot, 16 points in Michigan. 26 points in Missouri. It's not looking good. But Biden still only has a 145 delegate lead ahead of Bernie right now. That doesn't include delegates that have yet to be allocated out of states that Bernie won back on Super Tuesday, California, Colorado, Utah. There's still 2.3 million unprocessed ballots in California, so you can assume that uh, Bernie should get the majority of the delegates left in California. There hasn't been any results in the Dem, uh, Dems Abroad primary with 21 delegates. And there's still 31 primaries to go in this race. still 2,115 delegates up for grabs. 583 delegates up for grabs next Tuesday when states like Ohio and Florida vote. But I'm not going to blow any smoke up your ass on this show. It's not looking good for Bernie Sanders. A lot of it is the fault of the Sanders campaign itself but a lot of it is just the nature of electoral politics in America the power of the establishment in the Democratic Party and the way our media operates we got to remember here we're trying to uh, wage a class
1: war using a pretty shitty bourgeois reactionary institution in the Democratic Party as a vehicle yeah And I know the Democratic Party has been used to improve people's material gains in the past. But overall, its history is one of joining sides with capital to fuck over workers, to fuck over uh, the labor movement, to fuck over people who want to build worker power or a better world where we're not just fucking grinding ourselves to the bone for pointless work and filling an ocean full of garbage and helping countries like Saudi Arabia do genocide in Yemen and stuff. And, and the Democrats are team all that bad shit most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all live through the Barack Obama era. We we're all people who got excited about electoral politics in 2008 only to get burned by it. And I think a lot of us were skeptical of electoral politics after that, but when Bernie came on the scene in 2015, we got dragged back into it because he was worth it. He was a politician unlike any we had ever seen before, and we thought that this could happen. It turned out that if you run a politician talking about things like Medicare for All and free college, these are popular ideas and people respond to them. But at the same time, we have to consider that This time around in 2020, Bernie Sanders was not an insurgent, he ran a powerhouse campaign. He had more money than any other campaign. He had more donors than any other campaign. He had more name recognition than any other campaign, or at least on par with Joe Biden. He had more volunteers making phone calls, knocking on doors in states all around the country than any other candidate in the race. And yet, he really hasn't been able to improve his position electorally from where he was in 2016. I think we should take this on a week-by-week week thing. And
1: uh, if I, I don't want to discourage people from making calls and knocking Absolutely doors no. and texting and still fighting. Yes. And quite frankly, I think that Bernie shouldn't, probably should not drop out of the primary at all, if only because Joe Biden looks like he's he could keel over and die at any
0: moment. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Bernie should stay in the race. Bernie should continue to attack Biden and should probably stay in all the way till the convention because, yes, anything can still happen. Uh, I strongly believe that there's something wrong with Joe Biden. So you have to stay in the race for that reason. But at the same time, Let's not trick people here. The only way Bernie wins at this point is if something happens to Joe Biden. We're not going to knock on more doors and make more phone calls to win this election. We've already done more of that than anybody else, and it hasn't translated into electoral victories. Keep doing it. If it makes you feel good, and it, it, uh, it does for a lot of people, keep doing it. And plus, there is benefit in engaging in the struggle and making connections with these people who you can then have that connection with and engage in a struggle outside of electoral politics. The bonds that have been made through the Bernie Sanders campaign can last for other projects non-electorally. So please keep doing it.
1: Yeah, I I also don't think anyone should second guess uh, the Bernie Sanders campaign for the same reason that people shouldn't second guess Occupy Wall Street, which is both where the product... Of uh, historical conditions, and in the instance of each, there was uh, a view that this is this is as much as we can do at the time, and and the most productive things that we can do as a time, which shows you back by the way back in in two thousand eleven, how little there was of any left. Okay, yeah, like there was such little left around the time of occupy wall street that everyone was just like fuck it we need to sit in a park and figure out what the fuck is going on here (laughs) and so i'm not saying we should repeat occupy wall street i am we
0: should repeat occupy wall street but be armed this time that's what i'm saying right that that is also true but the point is i just
1: want to say that uh ows in the sanders campaign both have the same feel and that they they were both well-reasoned uh historically contextual sort of maximizing w- what we can do when we can do it i think they both deserve respect and and as you said we've built connections we've learned things and yeah w- you know no one should ultimately feel too bad
0: about this i i'm going to be the first to admit that i was wrong on a lot of things Because yeah. a few weeks ago yes. i thought this was locked up and it was locked up if Barack Obama doesn't intervene, if MSNBC doesn't then give Joe Biden hundreds of million dollars and earn media, talking about how he's the comeback kid and how he should is the guy who can beat Trump and how Bernie's campaign is struggling. I mean, Bernie might have been able to create an insurmountable delegate lead. Would he have gone on and won? I don't know. I, I, yes. I honestly am not sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I... I am still debating whether or not there is any scenario if we ran the simulation of Bernie Sanders running this presidential campaign a hundred times does he win in any of them I would say yes I don't know I'm not so sure <laughs>
1: like, are, are we talking about just the primary are we saying are we uh, both <laughs> I mean I think based on what we Because I seen, think if we raised on st- what
0: we've seen in the primary and the way that it turned so fast with the establishment consolidating around Joe Biden and the media allowing that to happen, I'm not so sure it would have been a cakewalk for Bernie and the general. I still think he would have won. And in many ways, I think that
1: the uh, Democratic Party is a bigger impediment to progress than the Republican Party. And it's just the, yeah, gate, I agree with the that. gatekeepers within the Democratic Party are really... Uh, what fucked us but i mean it's more than that i think as you said bernie deserves some blame i think it's really disappointing he didn't improve his standing in the african-american community uh maybe he should have considered switching up his rhetoric about the party in general and possibly trying to adopt uh more rhetoric of reform and not revolution you know bernie Taking up the FDR mantle of I'm the responsible one who can sort of steer us through this, and we're going to do that by making sure everyone is taken care of. And I think he may have just
0: been a little too confrontational. I well, don't know. Maybe
1: that. A- and also, he wasn't confrontational enough yeah, when that, it mattered, too. That was the
0: thing, yeah. Uh, he was confrontational in sort of a vague way, talking about millionaires and billionaires but not confrontational in terms of relentlessly attacking Joe Biden on Social Security yes. ahead, of so- ahead of South Carolina and Super Tuesday.
1: Yes, and his debating skills were uh, maybe not that up to, up to uh, what they should have been. I remember uh, at the South Carolina debate, Biden pushing the uh, total smear job of a story that Bernie was going to primary Obama in 2012 and that he was seriously thinking of primarying Obama in 2012.
0: And Bernie didn't really respond to it. Well, there'll be uh, plenty of time to, I guess, uh, dissect what what happened here. Uh,
1: Well, there was another thing, too, which is that the Democratic Party might be uh, in the process of being infiltrated by never Trump Republicans. Yeah, that too. And uh, reading from The New York Times on Sunday, quote, many of Biden's college educated suburban supporters are right leaning independents or moderate Republicans who supported candidates like John McCain and Mitt Romney. And uh, this was from an opinion piece citing turnout data from suburban areas in Texas and Virginia. Uh, These these sorts of voters did not have time in 2016 to register for the Democratic primary. At the time, they were still up their own ass about what being a Republican means and how Trump is just not a Republican. Uh, A lot of these people have joined the Democratic Party, it seems. And it really does raise questions about just how useful the Democratic Party is. I mean, we're talking about you can't imagine people who are more antithetical to progress than suburban conservatives. I mean, drive past a McMansion, think about the heating costs, and tell me these people aren't killing the fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, And also trying to kill the planet with fucking bombs. I mean, we're talking about people like Bill Kristol and David Frum and Jen Rubin as being the
0: intellectual leaders of this movement. Like, we're not welcome in this party. Right, okay? which, which kind of goes back to what I was saying and whether or not it was ever even possible for Bernie Sanders to win a primary in this party. To get, and yes, he could have possibly won one with a divided field with 36% of support. But is there any situation where Bernie could have gotten a majority of the Democratic Party to support him, given what the Democratic Party looks like now?
1: Yeah and i mean what yeah looks,
0: as in yes or yeah as in i don't know no
1: i mean yeah as in as in you're right i mean the democratic party uh you know always leaves the the, the floodgates open to the center to come in and the right to come yeah. in and fights the left every step of the way and we've seen this time and time again this is a historical pattern and uh Yeah, I mean, it does. It does give us thought. Sorry, go on. So
0: this might have been a project that was doomed from the get go, although not one that was uh, not worth undertaking, considering the benefits of just organizing people, getting them involved, uh, making the connections that can be used for future struggles. And if it was uh, at the onset, uh, a battle that probably wasn't going to be won, uh, then the Sanders campaign did do a hell of a job in almost winning it. Uh, doing probably the best they possibly could have done, considering what they have been up against. But maybe now it's time to start looking at ways to exit the Democratic Party, look for alternatives.
1: We know that Biden is going to run a campaign to the right, trying to appeal to whatever never Trump Republicans haven't already joined the Democratic Party. Yeah, we know he's going to govern to the right. He's mentioned Jamie Dimon as a possible fucking Treasury Secretary. For fuck's sake, there's not going to be a Taft Hartley repeal on day one, and it it, it's going to suck that Bernie and AOC are going to help Biden get elected. I do not recommend that you get too mad at them. Like this is the fucking game they bought into. This this is electoral politics. Exactly, it sucks shit. Uh, but. This is what it is, okay? It's not a revolution. It's electoral politics. That doesn't mean you should go out and help Biden yourself, though. No. Absolutely not. You should become a dues-paying member of a left-wing organization like DSA, the IWW, uh, PSL. Uh, fucking start your own one. I don't Any know. Any of them are better Any than the Democrats. Them. Any of them. Um, you could do labor organizing. You could, you could try salting. Uh, you know, joining a, a workplace with the specific intent of organizing it or peppering, joining an existing union and trying to make it a little more radical. You could get into anti war activism. There are so many things you can do that don't involve fucking giving your soul over to join hands with David Frum and, and bomb Russia or whatever it is Joe Biden's going to do.
0: Yeah. Well said. And we'll see if the Joe Biden campaign makes any effort whatsoever uh, in outreach toward the Bernie Sanders crew. I'm not expecting it. I'm
1: not. No. And if they do, is it credible? I don't think so. I mean, the way they've run their campaign, I don't think it's credible at all. I think that they've made perfectly clear they don't want the left in their camp. Fuck them.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, hopefully uh, we didn't depress you too much. The point of this is to give you other options if you're feeling down about the current situation. And yes, there is still a chance that Bernie Sanders can win this thing. Uh, it is a limited chance that hinges a lot on Joe Biden's mental fit- fitness. But if you are involved in the Sanders campaign, if you're making phone calls, knocking on doors and it makes you feel good, keep doing it. Please keep doing it. All right, let's uh, read some haiku and call it a day. We've got Means Morning News coming out tomorrow morning on Means TV. we got to get to the studio and prepare for that show. But all new subscribers to our Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel, get their own haiku written for them and read on the air. I'll go first. This one goes out to Quint Grochala. Getting it tattooed, Bernie would have won. Again, it's evergreen ink. Thank you, Quint Grochala.
1: This is for Ryan. It's a piss country, the shining beacon
0: of piss, United Piss States. Thank you, Ryan. And thanks to all the new subscribers over at patreon.com slash district sentinel. Again, tune in to Means Morning News. If you're a subscriber of Means TV, you can catch us live 9 a.m. Eastern time here in Washington, D.C., Otherwise, you can catch us Friday for the subscriber-only garbage can show. We're here in D.C., so you don't have to be.